Welcome to our podcast on modern classic cars presented by Kayla Emerson and Matthew McCusker. On the first episode we will be discussing the most iconic modern classic cars from back in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s. For some people listening that may not be aware of what modern classic cars are, they are cars that are 30 years old or younger and are renowned for being a nice car to drive, easy to work on and being very reliable. Welcome to Modern Classic Cars Podcast Episode 1. So Matthew, what do would you how would you describe Felspec in your own words? Personally, I'd describe a Felspec car as a car that was manufactured between the approximately the 1990s and the early 2005, roughly. And um, uh, there are cars that are modified by mainly 16-year-olds to 25 or 6-year-olds, and they're anywhere from modifications such as window stickers to suspension upgrades, exhaust upgrades, engine upgrades, a uh, interior and uh, interior upgrades. Uh, you also have uh, wheel upgrades. And also you have um, sound systems, like real loud sound systems. And what would you, what, what's the stereotype? What's the stereo? In my head, the stereotype for a Felspec boy racer is one of them old Peugeots, what, from the 90s? A big beacon orange light, a big aerial, and then black smoke pouring out the back, up at the port. That's yeah. what my, that's what I would visualise it at. I know that's not what it is, but that's just a stereotype. What would you say? Well, I'd say that's very accurate. There's a lot of smoke coming out of the engines. There's loads of diesel pouring into the engines. It's not fit to burn all the diesel. And it's very costly to run these cars. And hey... Would you agree? I'd agree completely that if you ask me, it's a complete waste of time. Wait, what's the point in pouring black smoke into the environment? If you ask, but the th- the thing is, um, it is a waste of time. I know that, but I do it myself. I don't even know why it. If you ask me, it, it does look cool. There's something about it. If you if you if you show that to uh, someone over their sixty or seventy, if you even show it to someone over forty, they'd think your head's away. But that's the way young boys work, I suppose. I just think it looks cool. What do you think? I think that they are a waste of, they are costly to run, but it is to show off to friends that they've got a car that's got a load of smoke or. I who can get the most smoke? Who can get the most smoke out the bag? Yeah. Who can cause the most fumes? Also, some rear wheel drive cars boys like to show off doing donuts and drifting. They go through a set of tyres in a night up at the port. Yeah. And um, what's the what would you say the top mod before we go on to the top fed spec cars? What would you say the top mods are? I would say the top mods, are definitely, a uh, remaps without a doubt. They increase the power, they increase the engine uh, performance. And they not not only they make the engine more powerful, but ninety percent of the time they make it more economical to run. Yes, less in, fuel. That's a big point. Less fuel and more power. Yeah. What what's not to not like? Less fuel and they're relatively cheap to do. They're approximately one hundred and forty to one hundred and fifty pound. 
Yes. And there's one thing you need to be very careful about though. If you get too big a mod, you can bust the engine. If you don't put in bigger turbos, bigger injectors, you can modify, you, you can, sorry, map. You can put a normal map or you can put a big map. Then there's, there's smoke, the smoke maps. Have you ever heard of them, Matthew? I have, yeah. Put, a lot of with all modifications to engine remaps, it reduces the life time of the engine. Is that right? E e like even small, even small maps. Oh yeah, anything. It's not factory. Suppose, I suppose you, there's always going to have to be some sort of downside. Uh, and are you talking much? I could reduce the engine lifetime maybe by five or six years. All depends on the engine. So you're at, you'd be talking a good 20,000-30,000 miles there for a petrol car? Or 40 or 50 for yeah. diesel? Definitely. That's, that's something for all the listeners out there to take into consideration. I never even knew that myself. I thought it was all good and no bad, but I suppose there's always going to be a negative along with it. So you just really have to think to yourself, are you willing to take that opportunity, Matthew? Do you really want to yeah. take the benef the downsides along with it? A lot of young self-spark drivers, they rush in on their very first car and get it remapped but that without any research. But then uh, shortly after, they don't belong getting it uh, took off because of the consequences that they didn't know before they got it done. They're unaware of the wear to the engine that it would cause. And I, I, I just like to quickly move on to another point. What for, the, for our listeners, what would you say the top five felt spec cars, the top three even, whatever you want, whatever you can list off the top of your head, just so the listeners at home know what we're talking about here. What Feldspec cars I, are? It's You're not going to see a Feldspec Ferrari top, now, are you? I'd say the top five most well-known cars, Feldspec cars in Northern Ireland are Peugeot 306 D-Turbo, Peugeot 406, um, uh, Citroen Saxo mm. can be one, a... a... Xara. Um, Ford Sierra and a twin cam. What I've I've often heard Bora Highlines. Now, folks, we have an advertisement proudly sponsored by Lakeland Tires for all your tire replacements and repairs, punctures, rims, valets, car washes. Call o seven eight three nine four four o two four nine weekdays eight to six, and we'll be happy to help. That is o seven eight. Three nine four four zero two four nine. And Passats and Golf Mark Fours, they're definitely up there too, aren't they? Yes, they're definitely well known as well. And then along um, with maybe I shouldn't go into this because it is related though, but it's not felt spec. The likes of, as I mentioned earlier, Honda Civics, they're not actually under felt spec because they're usually petrol and, but they they go along the lines of just cool cars and a lot. Often cool cars and fell spec go in and in with go in and out with each other. They go together. So we yeah. just like to stress the viewers: fell spec is normally diesel cars, normally with a big rake on them. Yes, although Honda Civics are very well known to be seen in car cruises for their noise and power for the short hatchback car that they are. 
So yes, we just would like to stress that to all the listeners. You mightn't have a felt spec car at home, but you might have a car that goes along with it. So as I keep saying, the Honda Civic is a brilliant example because they are very common at car cruises in Northern Ireland. Even in the UK and Ireland yeah. on a whole, you see them at nearly every car cruise, but they're not actually felt, but they're just as good. As all the positives, there's always negatives. That's it's right. A, you just want you, everyone needs to remember cars, that. With modified cars, you're very likely to get stopped over by police, Rosa, and government officials, as well as when you declare your modifications insurance companies, they raise the price of the policy. Have you ever been pulled over yourself, killed by police or government officials to get your vehicle checked? No, personally, I haven't. But I was up in Port Rush last year. And this here is definitely something listeners need to listen to. You need to be very careful if you're going to the likes of Newcastle, Port Rush, Port Stewart. This is in Port Stewart. It happened actually, or um, Bondoran. Some people like to go there. Um, when we were we were walking down the main street and the place was jammed, and then all we see is a police Land Rover with a big camera on the top of it, spinning three sixty degrees. And it got a clear view of every... Nobody, you see, when people seen the Land Rover come in, there was nothing they could do. They couldn't get out because it was jammed. So any car with mods, any car lowered, any car with smoke pouring out the back, anything with a modification, really, the cops could, the, the cops videoed it, then they went back to the station and they reviewed the footage and then everyone would get a letter out in the post because they were on video. Nobody could get away from it. The place was jammed on the main street. So you do need to be careful if you... Yes, Matthew? And approximately, how many percent, what percentage roughly do you think of car, cars are illegal? Going by my own general knowledge, everyone's going to give an answer, but I'd say everybody would give an answer between 60 and 95%. It's very high. It really does depend. Some days you could... You could take 10 random felt-spec cars, you see, and there might only be half of them. Other days, they all might be. But it's up there on the high end. There's You're going to see every felt-spec car is going to be either lowered, have an exhaust system, have tinted windows, or have a map. All of them are going to have at least one of them. And all you need is one to have it, and not declared an insurance, to be in trouble, in big trouble. So, yes, you do need to be careful out there. You need to stay legal. It also depends on location as well. Some there's more legal cars, more legal files by cars and others different locations. Hundred percent. Do you agree? You go to the likes of I'm just thinking out here in the likes of Rule for Mana. There is nearly every young boy has an illegal file spec car. You go in Dennis Skill on the other hand, and there'll be a lot more legal ones because you don't see the police out here as often. Boys, in fact, I'd say a good ten twenty percent of young boys aged. 13, 14, well, maybe 15, even 16 more likes wouldn't even have a license because the cops are never out here. But if you go into the town, you're not going to see that because people people play to wherever the police are. If the police are there, they're obviously not going to want to get in trouble, so they'll take less risks. And do you think people that own fans like cars to get a bad name given to them with antisocial behaviour? Not always. It really does depend on the location. Antisocial behaviour tends to be in towns, as I say. You're not going to have much antisocial behaviour out here in the countryside. You might have boys doing donuts and all, but there's nobody to disturb. It's really when you get to the likes of towns, boys take a couple of drinks with them and they can drive dangerously then too. And not just does it be antisocial behaviour, it be life-threatening behaviour. Yeah, 
I'm personally yourself, have you witnessed any dangerous driving as a result of drunk drivers and fast-spent cars? I've seen minor offences, but I've never seen anything big. If you're talking about big offences, I've seen it on over the phone. I've seen videos. I've seen boys doing donuts on on main roads and a car could come around the corner. People just need, boys need to take, girls too, need to take precautions. precautions. I've seen minor things up in the port where people hanging out the side of the window and a car could, someone could quickly accelerate and, well, if I be, if I be frank about it, they could hit the boy hanging out the window and kill him. So I've seen yeah, just people do stupid things. Maybe not all of them illegal, but just stupid things. Yeah. Unnecessary things. A lot of these things aren't done out on purpose. They're more whenever people are drunk, aren't they? When people have a few drinks to them, they do stupid things. So you just you really do need to be careful, especially if you're the driver. Do not take alcohol getting into a car. You're just going to kill someone. It really is. Listen, I'll be straight with you. You're stupid. You're an idiot if you take drink getting into a car at the driver's seat. And even your passengers, they shouldn't be loaded either. A couple of drinks might be all right if you're a passenger. But you're just going to, you're going to be distracting the driver. Yeah. And another big problem felt by cars is you have a car load four or five people and a couple of them on their phone distracting the driver, showing the driver videos. Yeah, showing the driver's video and videoing the driver and the driver mightn't want to be videoed. It's just, you really do need to be careful. Yeah. But, yeah. That was great catching up with you. Great catching up with you too. I'll speak with you again soon after the advert. And we would like to thank all our listeners for continuing to support our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is kindly sponsored by Wilson Landomir and Eskillen. For all your car repairs and maintenance needs, such as suspension parts, engine components, and also tools to make the job easier for the mechanic and also less downtime for the customers.